The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. Showtime. The right way to start your day. This is Jen, Gabe and Chewy. I kind of like these puzzles, though. What the hell are you talking about? This whole thing has been a puzzle. Because we get no information, we get snippets. <laughs> I gotta go, like, Jen. I don't think he's good at puzzles. <laughs> he's like a Nicolas Cage in National Treasure over here. Yeah. Like. Hey, what do you think it's gonna look like? What do I think it's going to look like? Yeah, the puzzle. Winston, it's on the box. The, the picture's on the box. It's a Japanese garden. Man, calm down. What is your problem? This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewie. You guys don't like puzzles? I think Chewie might be the person I would least want to do a puzzle with. Why? I would imagine you get distracted easily and oh, there's, frustrated. There's, there's pieces getting jammed in, whether they belong or not. Well, that's, that's, that's an issue. That sounds fun. Worst I've ever seen by a mile. Look at this puzzle. Ages six and up. You are up, Winston. You are way up. You want to say that to me? This is a quarter piece, Winston. How do you not see that? What are you, blind? Actually, a blind man could feel the smooth edges of a quarter piece. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at the Avenue with Gabe Neitzel and Mark Chamara. Here's Jen Latta. She wants to ride it, she's trying to hide it I'm cool as ever, she's too excited Her man look like he want to fight He ain't doing nothing but running his mouth Talk about it, we all about it They make the plans, we sit and count Our chairs stack the chairs Is anyone really surprised that we have reached the flight aware plane tracking portion of the program? Not anybody who lived through the summer of Favre If you were here in Wisconsin and you took part in or you witnessed the summer of Favre where we were tracking planes from Mississippi up to Green Bay, yesterday's developments in the Aaron Rodgers saga, the green bays of our lives, as we love to call it here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the green bays of our lives. That didn't surprise you at all, Ben Brust, right? No. I I mean... I know that this was something that happened with Favre, but we're also in 2023. Using FlightAware is something that a lot of people do. Well, that's a great point. I mean, to be honest, in, when this all was going down with Brett Favre, the technology felt very I mean, like... You probably had to go like to a, a coffee shop, find the desktop computer, <laughs> and type it in to try and figure old. it we out. We all had PCs back in I, I don't know. The Favre thing feels like 40 years ago. Um... You wish, man. Yeah, 40 years ago. No, but it does feel like deja vu is what it feels like. There are a lot of people here in the state of Wisconsin who are going, I remember this movie and I don't like how it ends. So obviously the big news yesterday is that the brain trust for the New York Jets headed out to California, flew from a airstrip, a private airstrip out in the New Jersey area, all the way across the country. And it was Woody Johnson and it was Robert Sala and it was uh, Nathaniel, Nathaniel Hackett. Hackett and it was with D- Douglas. Yeah, the GM. The GM that is irrelevant to Joe the three. Du- Joe Douglas. <laughs> the GM that is irrelevant to the three. It is very obvious at this point that Woody Johnson very, 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 very badly wants Aaron Rodgers to be his quarterback. And it feels like... I mean, if you didn't make the playoffs for 12 straight years, wouldn't you? This is an inevitability. That's what it feels like. 
It feels like you've got an owner, and again, I know that's a foreign concept for a lot of Green Bay Packers fans because you sit there and think like, God, what would it be like to have an owner who could just walk down from his suite and bang his fist on the table and say, go get me that guy? It I mean, seems like that's how Woody Johnson is handling this thing. I think the Jets are the Jets, and they're handling it in a way where they're like, yes, we want Aaron Rodgers. He's he's gold. He's he's gold. Gold member reference. See, it's nice to be able to know people are, you know, with me on that. I got your back. Um, but that being said, I wanna I wanna bring this to you because I thought Mark Tauscher made a great point yesterday on Wildey and Tausch. Jen, you of all people know this is too easy, right? Isn't this too easy? The Jets are flying their plane all the way across the country. They bring the crew. There's got to be something more. Like, there's, It's not just going to be, oh, yeah, we had a great meeting, and next thing you know, the news is Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. I don't know. Do you believe None it, of this. Do you had, believe in the whole Oxum's razor theory? What in the hell is that? I had a, I had a feeling. <laughs> I mean, I don't know yeah, what that I mean, is. It's the theory that like the simplest solution is often the best solution. Like, this could be the simplest solution to what the Packers perceive to be a problem. I agree. Hey, we're ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers. We need a partner. We need a dance partner. And, oh, look, there happens to be a very attractive one with with very, very full pockets that is very, very desperate for a quarterback. And, therefore, let's make it happen. What's it called again? Don't overthink it. Something with a razor. I thought it was oxen. Oxum. Not oxen. What is it? (laughs) Yeah. What are you you taking over here? Oxum razor? Yeah. Okay, I'm on it. So I, I see your point, Jen. But like, when it uh, the biggest criticism of all Packer fans is Aaron Rodgers isn't simple. He's different. He's unique. The thought process, the darkness retreat. The one thing that strikes me that's crazy is he did the darkness retreat, and he, and he talked about on the Aubrey Marcus podcast how day three was about retirement, and day four of his darkness retreat was thinking about playing again. We're now in the process where he hasn't spoke since saying he'll have a decision soon. We don't know, like, he hasn't even come out and said he's not retiring. He's just meeting with the Jets. That's bothering me in itself. It's just like, you did this darkness retreat. You haven't said, you know what, I want to play next year. So now, are we still? should we still be thinking about retirement? Obviously, I think all of us say no. But I hate how he went into that, talking about how day three was all about retirement, and he feels good about that. How how are we supposed to take any of this as the simple decision is the decision that's going to happen? Well, on a scale of 1 to 10, Ben, where do you stand right now on him being the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers next year from a confidence standpoint? Because it would appear as though the options currently, and this has been reported by a number of people out there, that the options are 1, retire, and 2, go to the Jets. I'm not even hearing people talking about him going back to Green Bay, even though I am trying very desperately— and, and, you, I heard and, you yesterday. And You're like, I still believe this, this but I, I'm standing here and I'm wobbling. Because I don't trust Aaron Rodgers. I don't trust him. Exactly so why I, the simple decision can't be the answer. Well, listen, I have said for the whole for this whole thing that the path of least resistance is him staying in Green Bay. Correct. Because I don't understand the mindset that would be, I'm not going to go to off-season workouts with the Green Bay Packers, a team that I have been with for all of these years, a team that I have rapport with, with, with some people, maybe not all people but many people but you're gonna you're gonna have to if you go to a new team doesn't that just throw that out the window like you cannot step into a new team and expect that everybody else Jets is going are to get better. so desperate because they suck and I mean again they had some talent they actually battled last year with four quarterbacks that they played and they did you know they did the quarterback roulette I think they would be easy to cave as a team that has watched Aaron Rodgers success even though it hasn't reached the point the Packer fans have wanted of 
Super Bowl appearances and Super Bowl championships, they haven't made the playoffs in 12 years. They're like, hey, Aaron, we know what you're capable of. We don't care if you come to offseason workouts. That That's how I would approach it if I were the Jets, right? Like, you almost have to, like, start feeding into what he oh, wants to hear man. or what he wants. I know it's a I bad just, precedent. It's a, it's a really bad, but I guess your but point you, would be— But when you suck for the 12 years, you're you're desperate. I just think that's a really bad way of doing business. But it's I'm a really st- bad I'm way because you want to know you. something, Ben? There's a trickle down effect to every other person in that locker room. There's oh, a trickle yeah. down the effect. Oh yeah, the trickle down effect has really worked for the the Jets of holding them accountable the last twelve so years. So you're trying to tell me because we've held guys accountable for the last twelve years, we're just going to do opposite? It's like opposite George. Whatever your even, instinct tells you to opposite. do, do the opposite of that. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like whether whether you like him or not, he. At eight, his worst season, right last year, at eight and nine over the last three years, they literally had a game to make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Jets yeah. would have been been like on cloud nine. That place at MetLife would have been packed. I understand your point. I really don't want to go into the LinkedIn or the resume of the New York Jets right now. What I do want to ask you is this: the difference between what the Packers would be presenting him, if you believe that they are saying, "We'll take you back." Under these conditions. Okay, so this is option one. We'll Mm -hmm. take you back under these conditions. And the scenario that you are presenting, which is, we'll take you no matter what. (laughs) Whatever you want to do, you will do it. There's that old song that's like, anything you want, you got it. I love singing on the radio, but I can't join you. You don't know that song? No. Anything at all, you got it. Really? So it's like an 80s or 90s song. It doesn't matter. The point is, that's the pre- that's what you're saying the Jets are presenting Aaron Rodgers. So he right now is deciding between, do I go back to Green Bay? The team that I, and I still stand by this. I've said this all week long. When he has talked about Bart Starr, there's a reverence, there's an appreciation for what Bart Starr did for this franchise. He has specifically singled out him playing his entire career in a Green Bay Packers uniform. I think that's important to Rodgers. I think that is one of the things that at least gets him wondering if he could hang in Green Bay, Wisconsin for the remainder of his career. So on one hand, you've got all of this stuff on the Green Bay side. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, you have the New York Jets. You think they're saying... I mean, that's how I like. I'm, I'm hypothesizing that based off their history of as a franchise. But I am still with you, despite everything that the Jets can offer. Does Does Aaron Rodgers want to show up to OTAs to work out with Garrett Wilson? Right. You can make an argument that even if right, the Packers want all these conditions of like, hey, we want, we want you invested as much as we're invested in you, and he still, if he decides to go back to Green Bay, doesn't have to show up to those things, and they still wouldn't end up benching him, but you still have a head start of him already building rapport with Christian Watson. He knows Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. The offensive line has, uh, they got healthy towards the end of the year. There's a lot of reasons to me that just make it so easy for him to come back to the Green Bay Packers. I mean, let's remember, of the last three years, last year was the worst year, and the Packers didn't do a whole lot to bring Aaron Rodgers a lot of weapons. That being said, if they just do anything, and I and I mean anything other than Sammy Watkins, they did more for the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers be better next year for next season. So I'm with you. I think Aaron Rodgers' path of least resistance is to go back to Green Bay. And I think despite what you listening may think, right? You may be so over Aaron Rodgers as a person. You may be over him as a choker in the playoffs. He he wants to come back because even through all of that, 
the Packer fan has an emotional relationship with Aaron Rodgers because he's been there 18 years, and they would end up appreciating him being a Packer and would cheer for him as he runs out the tunnel in week one. Let me ask you this. As we sit here and talk about Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers, retirement, Aaron Rodgers, New York Jets, after the news that yesterday he did once again meet with the New York Jets brass. I'm going to give you three elements that I think are at play here when it comes to Aaron Rodgers making this decision. Three elements. One, logic. Two, ego. Three, spite. You got to write these down. One, logic. Two, ego. Three, spite. I want you to rank those. Rank those three things. Which is the top thing dictating Roger's decision here? I'm going to go with ego number one. I mean... (laughs) He's a quarterback, right? They all have egos. When you think quarterback, you think ego. Number two, it's spite. It's spite. But the weird part about the spite thing is, is can he spite the Packers by coming back and being good for the Packers? I I guess. Because then, then they're in a predicament of, hey, I come back for the Green Bay Packers. I'm the quarterback next year. Are you going to pick up Jordan Love's option? Are you going to trade him? And if I'm done after next year... What's your plan after that? So there could be the spite. And the and the logic, I think if logic already we're existed, leading, we're leading we, the, we would yeah. not be having this conversation. If logic were the leader in the clubhouse, essentially, Correct. we wouldn't be meeting with Jets Brass in New York. Uh, I agree with you that ego is probably the thing. And I think probably, again, just from a human standpoint, if you are in the darkness for four days... I think Rogers spent a good portion of that reconciling his ego. Well, that was day one and two. Realizing <laughs> that the ego is the thing that is probably keeping him from making the decision. We as human beings know what the right decision is most of the time, right? We can sit there and argue with ourselves and do the little angel on one side and the devil on the other. And sometimes you don't know which is which as you're presenting pros and cons. But in this situation, so much of it is guided by ego. It is... Can I check my ego and come to a, a agreement with Brian Gutekunst and company? Can I show up to off-season workouts? Because everybody's going to know if I show up to off-season workouts that I did that because that was a condition of my return. I just think that... How can you imagine? Can you imagine that you're right? They can't, like legally, because of the CBA, you can't really. Like I think the spite in Rogers would be like, I'm coming back and I'm not going OTA. Wouldn't you appeal to his competitive side though? Wouldn't you appeal to like, this is the thing that is going to put us over the top. This is the thing. And again, I know it's, you know, it's a little bit like convincing your kids. Like, I mean, when you say that out this loud, meatloaf I'm is going to make Gutekunst you grow right now, big Jen, and you're strong, Aaron right? And your Aaron, kids. I need you to come back because if you go to OTAs, that's it. Okay. That's not how the conversation would go. And let no, me make I'm sure saying, to give you like, some coaching step tips before you have children in order to get them to do what you want. My right? dog does what I want. That's a good start. You give him treats. <laughs> Constantly. And pets and love and snuggles. Where's that? For me. Are we sure that the dog isn't the smarter one in this one? Are we sure oh, that no, the dog- Oh, no. He's a dumbass. <laughs> He takes after his father. Did you purposefully get a dumbass dog just so it would make you feel bad? I mean, he waggles his tail no matter what. You know, like he could he could have crapped the house and he's just like, hey, dad, how are you? I had a great day. And I fall for it. Oh, you're so cute. I'll clean up that poop. Your reaction to the Jets brass flying out to see Aaron Rodgers in California. I mean, when you saw that and you heard that development, what was your initial reaction? 
it's on par. It's part of the process. Aaron wants to be wanted. He wants he he wants this to be a big production. It was never going to be this easy. It was never going to be. He came out of darkness and was going to get give an answer. It's all part of the process, and I'm just amazed at the fact that him and Woody Johnson, big pharma and anti-pharma, are in the same room. That is interesting, and we should put that on the poll. Did they talk about pharma, the vaccine, <laughs> at all, right? Rogers loves to chat, loves to chit-chat. He's always, like, uh, seeking the knowledge. Guy. Are you telling me Aaron you had a one-on-one if he didn't bring it You had it a up. one-on-one with Woody Johnson of Johnson & Johnson, and you didn't talk about that at all? Come on. I think that they did. We got to take a break here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. No Gabe, no Chewy, but Ben Brust filling in here, our cousin's sub of the day. We roll on right after this. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Thanks, Ernie. I'm going to bin you, mo- bin you that, mo- bin mo you that money right after uh, the show. You <laughs> can't. You don't know how to use Venmo. Made my workload much less. <laughs> but, but Ernie, you don't know how to. Ernie, do it. I don't know does how it to ever? It, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On 94.5 ESPN. Anything you want, you got it. Excellent work Thank excavating you. the Shout song. Shout out to Google. <laughs> well, it does come in handy, doesn't it? You definitely cheered at Marquette. What do you mean I definitely cheered? Yes! yes! That was on video, I'm pretty sure. i got to find that. But that's how you cheer for something. How do you cheer for something? Hey. Wow. Remind me not to have you guys ooh, in my ooh, cheer. Ooh, Nux, Nux, bro. <laughs> Nux, Nux, bro, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine was so much worse. <laughs> Mine was probably worse. I mean... I'll be honest, dudes celebrate like so. I'm I'm in a, a basketball league on Wednesdays. Playoffs tonight. It's kind of a big deal. Um, and like when people get and ones, I always think it's funny to watch their reaction and like listen to the crowd. Be like, let's go, boy! Like dudes are weird, man. Like just calm down. How self conscious are you when you're cheering? Cheering? I don't really cheer. I only cheer if I have a bet. What's the point? The point is that's why I bet on everything. Like, so that you're at least financially invested if you're totally. not emotionally invested. Yeah, I dance, I bob up and you know, down. It's a lot cheaper to just be emotionally invested than yeah, financially invested. Yeah, but that's not invested. fun. That's not a fun way to live life. It I've really been, hurts to I've do been, that. I've been trying to find a way to get a rush in my life. You know, you stop, you do something your entire life, right? Played basketball, played at a decent high level, and then that goes away. Everything you know your whole life. And so I turned to gambling. I feel like there are so many other healthier obsessions, but uh, I, I, guess, I I work out. You talk about being emotionally invested. I'm not sure anyone is more emotionally invested in this whole Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets thing than Mike Greenberg, host of Get Up, host of Greeny on ESPN Radio. We're watching his show right now here in the studio because yesterday Mike Greenberg's wife Stacy posted a text message exchange between her and her husband on her social media accounts. Can I just tell you what this text message exchange? between Mike Greenberg and Stacey Greenberg said. I would love to hear. Okay, here it is. Reading on the radio. She says to him, do you want to go to Mark's for an early dinner? He writes back to her, can't tonight. She writes back, question mark, question mark. He writes back, this Roger stuff is too much. She wrote back, what? Question mark. He said, can't focus on anything else. Give away our theater tickets for tomorrow too. Love you. What? Mike Greenberg is canceling dinner with Mark? 
He is canceling his theater appointment because of Dude, the Aaron Rodgers Dude, Mark's got to reevaluate stuff. his friendship with Greeny. Yeah. Who's is know. Mark? Do we think Mark is famous, or is Mark just a, a plebeian like us, like just a, it shouldn't person. matter? I'm not I think it matters not, a little right? bit. If you're famous, you understand. I think you're like, oh, right, whatever. I got other famous friends. Do you understand? Because this feels like a uh, like like Greeny's the nerd tracking flight. He's a hundred percent a nerd. Hey, here. I take exception. No, to that. Yeah, well, <laughs> kind of agree with Ben on that. Yeah. Only someone who had been through the summer of Favre would have the foresight to be tracking. Don't use that as a way to, to discount the nerd in you. Tracking flights yesterday. Uh, but I digress. Is there anything you would cancel plans for? Anything sports related? Breaking news or otherwise? Could be an event. Could be something that kind of just pops up out of nowhere that you would cancel plans for. So Is there anything. Yes. So I, I learned this from Greg Scalzo. He got married in 2019. Yes. So it was 2019 in January. You know, the year doesn't really matter. Well, it does from a standpoint of it was the year that the Badgers were top five in the preseason rankings of football. Now, that season they ended up sucking. They were seven and five. (laughs) Alex Hornibrook blew up the whole team. That being said, though, he made sure that he had his wedding date the week after the national championship Just game. Just in case. Just in Wait, case. Wait, but how far in advance do you even plan a wedding? It feels like that's a year plus out. Yeah, I mean, whenever the schedule is out, that he, I mean, usually comes out a year in advance-ish. And I will, t- I will take the same measures. Now, hopefully, with all the buzz of Luke Fickle and what he's been doing with the program, there's more of a chance for them actually, I'll start here, win a Big Ten championship again, and then make it into the college playoffs, college football playoffs, which who knows if they expand or not, I will be taking that same approach. Now, I know that's a not canceling plans, but in a way it is. You're almost like canceling your own wedding. Preemptively. Until you know that your favorite team isn't going to win the national championship, which hasn't ever happened. 800-990-3776. Mike Greenberg canceled plans last night and I guess preemptively tonight as well, because he said to his wife, this Rogers stuff is too much. Now, look, Greeny is a diehard Jets fan. You hear about it all the time. He has obviously been leading the charge, leading the campaign to get Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets. He knows what a difference maker he would be for his much maligned squad. 800-990-3776. Have you ever canceled plans for a sporting event, for something that has cropped up, whether it be a trade, whether it be a game. Ashton, have you ever canceled plans because of a sporting event or a sporting breaking news? Uh, no, I haven't. However, there, I I don't think we're doing this text justice because I did find the picture of the text and I retweeted it from our account at Jane Gabe Chewy. Um, they, after each text, they put LY for that's love you or XO. They, yeah, that's something they do. They that's every text. Every single text. Every text. She writes XO and he writes LY for love you. Yeah, I think it's sweet. Mm. I think it's a little overkill. I think it's, I'm not going to attack somebody. I'm not going to go. No, after I'm not attacking. No, 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 but just, my point I is, I'm not going to go after people who obviously have a, a long-term relationship, and this is something that they do. So what, I don't really think that. What that's do you and worth, Dario do? We don't say "love you" or "xo" at the end of the text, but I think you guys are getting off track here. Have you ever skipped plans because of a sporting event? No. You personally? No. No, that's no. what I'm saying. I have to take the the Greg Scalzo cue. I'll ask you this: so, uh, who, How do you? I don't know how to say the last name of the French guy who's gonna, you know, bypass college and he's already playing professionally. Wemayana. If, Wem- if Victor Wemayana, uh, <laughs> oh, he nailed it. I'm pretty sure that was right. Wemayana. If he had an opportunity to play in college and Shaka said. We need every Marquette fan 
to pack the Pfizer forum and you had plans to go to, I don't know, like you pick something like a vacation. You're going on Ugh. vacation with the fam. Would you, and Shaka said, Jen, I need you there. I want you to meet him. I want you to help help build Marquette is the place for Victor to come to. Would you cancel those plans? Well, I don't know about that specifically, but I'll tell you this. So yesterday, as we are tracking flights, we have a girlfriend who lives in California. And we gave a call to the girlfriend saying, hey, can you go to this airstrip? Can you go to this airport? There's a little cafe there. You can hang and and see if Rogers meets with the Jets brass, right? Sounds so fun, by it's, the way. By the way, we were having a blast with this. I just <laughs> want to put it out there that we were having an Dressing her up and all these. Like... She didn't even have to dress up. Just go and sit there and see if Rogers pulls in in like an SUV and all that stuff. She says to us, I would love to, right? She's all into this like investigative journalism and stuff as well. She says, but my husband had an appendectomy on Saturday. And I am picking him up from the hospital right now. But otherwise, if I had nothing to do, I would, be there, I would be there in a split second. And so I'm telling this story to some people last night. And Dario goes, for the record, if I were in the hospital <laughs> and had just had an appendectomy and you were presented with the option to go sit at General Mitchell and see if Aaron Rodgers pulled up to the private airstrip, he goes, you picking me up from the hospital or what? I Ashton, like, get in your car. You're picking up Dario <laughs> from the uh, hospital. I got a food truck thing going on. Have you ever canceled plans or skipped plans for something sports related? I'll tell you what. I have. I actually have. We were all set to go out one night during March 14 years ago. 14 years ago, we were all set to go out. We had big plans going out on the town. And a little old basketball game between UConn and Syracuse broke out. Bit of a basketball game. Y'all remember this one, right? Syracuse and UConn. Oh, is I believe this the it was the OT game. I believe it was the Big East tournament. I can tell you where Big I was East watching tournament. this. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. Most people, yeah, if you're a basketball this. fan, if you're a sports fan, most people remember where they were. It was the six overtime game between Syracuse and UConn. It was a thriller. It was like back and forth, a spread of five points, one direction or another for the Devendorf entire game. Like hit a game winner that Canceled was after the buzzer. Everything right? Everything that night. Canceled everything canceled all of our plans because you didn't want to miss how that game was going to turn out how it was going to end up and that was one of those things that sprung up out of nowhere mm. and all of a sudden it was like nope cancel can't we're not going oh we have dinner reservations cancel we're not going we're sitting here watching this on the television until it concludes so there's one example from my sports fandom of where everything else took a back seat to seeing how that six overtime game between Syracuse and UConn in the, uh, I can't remember if it was, I think it was the Big it, East it, tournament. It was 1,000% the Big East tournament at Madison Square Garden. That was part of the run where the, uh, where I'm pretty sure it was the same year, it was this 2011, where they beat Louisville, who was the number one seed overall, and then they went, won like seven straight games to win the title. When did this guy become like a... Th- like this was the last time I cared about college basketball. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. You're making this up. No, they, they did. The Cardiac Cats. So they called them. Or Cardiac Kemba. I'm telling you. Look it up. I don't believe you. If it's a Louisville related, I believe you. That's all I got. Last time I cared. <laughs> uh, we do have some interesting texts, though, on the line. Uh, Ryan and McGuanago texting in 800-990-3776. I have. I do it every year. I am tonight for the Badgers game. I also plan my year-around sports. That seems like a lot. The Badger game tonight? I don't even have plans for that. To watch it? They're not even favored. <laughs> To a 13 and 17 Ohio State team. Now they need to win this. If they lose this game, they're out of the tournament. But at this point, like I, I, that, that's why I have such an appreciation for fandom because I played for the university, and I'm like, all right, well, 
hopefully they beat Ohio State, right? Like you had 30 other chances to get yourself out of the bubble, and here we are. Like I'm not going to like cancel plans to watch bad basketball. Okay, fair enough. Jake from State Farm weighing in on the ESPN Milwaukee talk and text line 800-990-3776. He says, I skipped law school graduation to attend a golf event with friends. Does that count? No. I think that counts. How does that attend count? a golf event? Did, was he? Pl- I'm assuming he was playing in the event. I assume he was playing with it as well. Playing <laughs> in it. <laughs> Podcast title. That was the most Freudian slip ever in the history of this show. I don't know if it's the most, but it's it's up there. So usually I actually am planning it in my head, right? I'm thinking three steps ahead and I'm able to see the joke. That time it just kind of <laughs> slipped out. Here's what happens. Have you ever skipped plans, canceled plans, big plans? Mike Greenberg had dinner with Mark. He has theater tickets. He told his wife, clear my schedule, cancel everything. The Rogers stuff is too much. He is solely focused on the Rogers stuff right now, and he has canceled plans in order to give it his full attention. 800-990-3776. I'm not playing along. I'm not making fun of Come it. On. No, I, not, I actually I'm think it's on. really sweet. It is sweet. I just have never seen that. It's too sweet. Something's fishy. No. No, 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 no. no. I don't want to be on that side. No. All right. I'm fully on Jen's side now. Don't Damn be it, cynical. Ben. Why'd you ruin it? This is what I do. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. If, if it's gotten no, to the I don't point. I shower. You, you, what do you mean? What, what, what do you mean you're not going to take a shower? You just told me you're offended by your own B.O. No, but I think it's deodorant, Gabe. Showering does nothing. It really doesn't. You are wrong. Because you must be showering wrong. On 94.5 ESPN. ESPN Milwaukee, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee. No Chew, no Gabe. Jen and Ashton are holding down the fort, trying to keep Ben Brust in check, our cousin's sub of the day. I don't even know if that's true. I just say it because it sounds good. We're not really trying to keep you Works in check. Through, I, I feel like I haven't stepped out of line too you did far. You did a good job. You, I, I actually appreciate it. I was prepared. You know, I was on high alert. Like, oh, just be ready at any time. I'm excited for it. Defense. I don't play defense like that. I don't play defense. I never did either. Okay. <laughs> the self-awareness on this show right now is at an all-time high, I think. I mean, it's ben pretty easy to be self-aware when when a legendary like Hall of Fame-ish coach, Bo Ryan, tells you that on your first day of practice at a freshman that you are the worst defensive player that's ever came into any of his programs. Congratulations. And that, that included like the D3 Platteville teams. I mean, if you're going to do something, Ben, you Be should. Be a legend at it. <laughs> <laughs> Ole, come on by. Be you want to get to the rim? Come at me. Be the best at it. We put it on the Jen Gabe and Chewy Twitter poll yesterday as things started to heat up with the Aaron Rodgers Jets brass meeting in California. A texter, a texter, who a texter texted in to our ESPN Wisconsin talk and text line yesterday saying, I hope Rogers goes to New York and I hope he wins a Super Bowl. He deserves it. So we put it on the poll. Do you want Rogers to win a Super Bowl with another team? Because, Ben, as much as there has been annoyance, frustration, irritation with Aaron Rodgers over the last few years, 
I imagine there is a big portion of the population that still wants him to finish his career in Green Bay. There's a sentimentality. There's an emotional attachment, as we were discussing earlier in the show. And I think there's a lot of people out there who still want Rodgers to be the Packers quarterback, not somebody else's quarterback. And they would certainly like for him to win a Super Bowl for the team that they root for. But there are also people out there who are Rodgers stands. And I stretched that out because uh, I, uh, I stretched it out because you don't like the stands. No, 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 no because it's I mean, have you ever seen some of these people like defend him on things that are almost indefensible? Again, it's fine if that's your position. I mean, there's going to be that anywhere. So my point is, I have stands. This somehow. gentleman. You have stands? <laughs> no. Are you serious? No. Is your I call. I've made him up. I call him Benny Believers. Mm, are there Benny Believers? See, we just talked about the self awareness on the show, and now we're doing a one eighty on it. I think. I feel like exactly. Okay. Um, there are people though who want to see Rogers succeed, like this gentleman who texted in. Mm-hmm. I want Rogers to go to New York. I want him to win a Super Bowl. He deserves it. Did yeah, it surprise that, you? That I mean, that does so. We we talked about this uh, before the show. I thought we were talking about the same thing. It's very similar, but I want to take this a step further because somebody texted us yesterday during Scalzone Brust from 4 to 6, and they had said, I want Rodgers to win a Super Bowl with the Jets and the Packers to end up struggling just to show the ineptitude of the Green Bay Packers front office. Well, then that's very clear. They're not a Packers fan. Yeah, no, I think I think they are a Packer fan. They're they just may, sick of Mark they may, Murphy. They're they sick may of, claim to be a Packers fan, I, but you never root for your team to be bad unless there's an end game, right? Like oh. you'll root. No, I'm saying you'll root for your team to be bad if trust the process. If no. it means no, a first round point, draft, I, that ownership yeah. is crap. This is my the, well, the balls, in this Packers case, no ownership. The, the Bulls the last decade, I was all out on the Bulls. Same thing with the Bears currently. I'm. I, why would I want to root for that? I'm rooting for them to be bad so that changes happen. Well, I think more well, people, so and, you, and, like and it would help change happen bad, more. I mean, listen, the the Bears. Let's just use the Bears as, as an example. The Bears have been bad. It, has it changed? Has anything changed? Rock bottom, now, though. Now, Finally you're right. Did. They did, and they brought in Ryan, and they the other Ryan, not the old Ryan, but the new Ryan. All the Ryans <laughs> and the and the Mats, yeah. They're all the Ryans and the Mats are in now. And same thing with the Bulls. The Bulls were awful in we garbage. Never, we never got to this, and I'm glad that we're talking about the Bears peripherally right now as far as like garbage franchises, but how did it feel to see Matt Nagy win a ring? And get promoted. As a Bears fan, like Ashy. Did, yeah, it didn't like, feel great. Didn't feel great. I mean, I'm watching the parade for the Kansas City Chiefs going, Welp! There he is, yeah. Matt Nagy. Like again, he was great, but that, but that also is proof of like it, it's organizationally. You know, right? He's surrounded by a good organization, a good general manager, a head coach, and Andy Reid that's able to get the best out of his coaches, and he found success. And I think that's the point of the texter yesterday: is if Aaron Rodgers goes and has success with the Jets and somehow wins a Super Bowl, and the Packers stink, it will be proof that it, it will be showing that the people in place are not the people that need to be in place to move this franchise to super, to winning Super Bowls. It's, it, it, it'll essentially show that they didn't do enough for Aaron Rodgers the last 10 to 12 years to help him win a Super Bowl. No, the two things are not connected. The two, they're an entirely different franchise, Ben. You can't say it's not, it's not apples to apples. But 
if the if the Jets are have been so bad and Aaron Rodgers they've can go been, there right, and win, right there is your difference. Right there is your difference. They've been so bad that they've been able to go out and get pieces to start being good. The Packers have been good, 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 great. Even you could make the argument, with the exception of the playoff performances, you haven't been in the same position to build your roster. You haven't been in the same cap position. This is two entirely different situations. So to sit here and act like any success the Jets have is some indictment on what Green Bay has done is disingenuous. It just is. Sure, it may not be from like a, they're not in the same place from an organizational standpoint, but I could see it as a Packer fan saying, well, look, I, I know they've been able to build from the Jets, but like when we had Aaron Rodgers, why one time could we not change our strategy of utilizing all these draft picks? And then all the people that don't like Goody complain about what he did with the draft picks. Trade one of those draft picks for a veteran wide receiver to make the Packers and Aaron Rodgers better, right? Like, I think there's there's a portion of the fan base that doesn't like Aaron Rodgers. There's also a portion of the fan base that will say the Packers haven't done enough during Aaron Rodgers' tenure to make him better. Because that's all we heard the last three years I think that, was we weren't getting Aaron Rodgers enough weapons. Listen, and listen, I'm not saying that those people are wrong to think that, okay? But stay with me here. Then assuming that any success that the Jets have is some sort of proof of that is convincing yourself of something that is not connected. I can tell myself anything I want. I'm 5'10". Oh, right. You're doing the the Greg Scalzo right now. I'm six foot eight. Exactly. (laughs) Six foot bunch. Um, No, you can tell yourself whatever you want, but it doesn't make it true. So again, I understand what I'm struggling with from the texter perspective is then you're not a Green Bay Packers fan. If you want Aaron Rodgers, you're a Rodgers fan, which is fine. I'm not going to sit here and indict you over who you choose to align with. But if you're a Packers fan, I don't think you can want Rodgers to go elsewhere and have success. You, I, I tend you want to agree. Team to I, t- I tend to agree. Any any Packer fan that I talk to, right? Even even the ones that like still want Aaron Rodgers back. If Aaron Rodgers goes, they're they're not going to blink an eye. They're going to be like, all right, Aaron's gone. I'm a Packer fan. Let's see what Jordan Love can do, and they buy into that. But my overall point is still like you still can be a Packer fan and be upset if Aaron Rodgers moves on and has success elsewhere, and you're thinking, well, he had success elsewhere, and I think that's Aaron Rodgers-based, and we had that, and the franchise that I root for didn't do enough, and that bothers me as a Packer so, fan. So we have to take a break here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Ben Brust filling in for Chewy and um, and Gabe this morning. Ashton's still back there, staying a little bit quiet behind the glass. We'll get him, we'll get him more involved in yeah, the second you've been, hour of the show. Yeah, you've been really quiet. Are you nervous? About? Just in general. I mean, you're always nervous. Yeah. Yes, I am. <laughs> Why are you asking questions you already know the answer to? You're just wasting the oxygen, wasting time. We'll take a break, but I do think that there is a nuance here that I want to dive into just a little bit more. Because I do think that fans have a right to be frustrated about some of the things that Brian Gutekunst has done. You could be frustrated about not having a 100%, although I think it's unrealistic, hit rate in the NFL draft. But the thing that they should be most upset about with Brian Gutekunst, I'll tell you what that is right after this on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. People who have scored the most points for the Bucks since the 2013-14 season. I don't have a guess, Ben. Sorry. <laughs> All right, thanks for calling, Nick. <laughs> he wins. Let him win. This that was the greatest call ever. On 94.5 ESPN.
Matt from West Bend weighing in on the ESPN Wisconsin talk and text line 800-990-3776. The immaturity. You can definitely be a fan of Rodgers and the Packers simultaneously. They're in different divisions. However, if it was Rodgers, Jets versus Packers in the Super Bowl, I would root for the Packers. He's a big reason for the Packers' recent successes. So to say you rooted for the Packers only and not him is disingenuous. No, no, I'm saying... We this person texted in saying they hope Rodgers goes to New York and they hope he wins a Super Bowl. Nothing about he the deserves it. It wasn't like if the Packers can't win one or if the Packers are not in it. It was I hope he goes to the Jets. I thought that I, I, again, it just struck me as odd for somebody to be saying I hope that this quarterback wins a Super Bowl with another team. Uh, again, am I, I am I am I missing something? No, Maybe I'm missing something. I could you, be. You're not. And, and I I find it very easy to believe that the amount of Brett Favre jerseys that were sold that were Jets jerseys is going to triple or quadruple the amount of Aaron Rodgers jerseys. And I know we're living in a hypothetical right now. And that's that's the crazy part. Aaron Rodgers is still under contract with the Green Bay Packers, has not spoke since the Aubrey Marcus podcast about making a decision soon. And we're, somehow I'm even right now talking about how if he does go to the Jets, how many jerseys will be sold and if you're going to be rooting for him. There's a there's a strong possibility, and I know you have a wager down that you that you have a hundred bucks uh, on plus two fifty that Aaron Rodgers will be a Green Bay Packer. I'm still there. I'm one hundred percent still there. Plus three hundred, plus three hundred oh, were the me. odds Sorry. I got. Yeah, I believe that was at DraftKings. If anybody was looking, I don't think you can make that bet anymore. I don't. I think the odds no changed it shifted significantly yesterday. Raiders. Well, and it shifted last week when the Raiders kind of said they were out, and now the Jets were big favorites, and now they're probably even bigger. Montreal and Milwaukee saying, "I want him to play elsewhere and get that city all hyped up during the regular season like he did here, <laughs> then get deflated when he chokes in the playoffs again." LOL. LOL. There's a lot of shart and farter when it comes to, uh, you know, shart and farter? I'm a shart and farter. You might, you might better know I, I it as Schadenfreude. I, I don't, but I like hear, hearing Chewy say it. I'm a shart and farter. You know what Schadenfreude is? No. Should we explain or should we? That's Wait. what it is. You've never heard that phrase, that that term? No. Say it again, Ashley. It's, it gives me a tough time, actually. Schadenfreude. 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 So much easier to say It sounds like, like Chewy saying, I don't know if I can even say it. Like fart, I'm a shart and farter. No, he, yeah, what he is saying is what you fart. want to say. You yeah, can say exactly. it. Yeah. Really? I got in trouble for saying that. No, you that can't on air. just say the one word. Okay, I can say shart and farter. Yes, that's. But I'm if I just say the first part, I get in trouble. Yes. You, you want to do it? You can get dumped on the show for no, the first time. You're christening it. It's not that cool. It days, sounds cool. No, it sounds cool. It's a day ending in Y for us. Days without incidents of being reported for a word. I don't swear. But sometimes I say a word that I didn't know I couldn't say that gets reported. So let's just move on. Um, so can, I wanted to tell you something because I didn't get a chance to congratulate you on this. Oh, no, this is a oh. sense, this, <laughs> that was the fu- I'm sorry, Jen. That was the funniest reaction for a congratulation. I know, right? He's like, oh, what's she gonna say? To I me? know, I, I had that was no so mean. That's an Ashton that response. It was actually gonna be positive. My reputation precedes me. <laughs> uh, no, legit congratulations. You're a really good bowler. Oh, thank you. Like, I was listening to Wildey and Tausch when Jesse was talking about how he was going to compete with you. Jesse Nelson from Wildey and Tausch. You can listen to it right after Jen, Gabe, and Chewy here on 94.5 ESPN. He was talking about how uh, you guys were going to compete. And Jesse is like, you know, touts himself as a really good bowler. Yes. it was According to him, I'm going to beat him in my domain. That wasn't the best Jesse Nelson. I, I can't know. I can't do Jesse Nelson. To, so, it's but, hard it, to do a nerdy Jesse Nelson voice. 
That was a little better. All right, I guess the compliments have gone out the window. We have ended the compliment portion of the program. Well, no, he no. was talking a lot of crap. You had two turkeys? Two turkey times now. That's unbelievable. So the best part was is he spotted me 22 and a half pins. Like, we came to an agreement. Because he, was, he is... Because he was so confident. This is his space. This is his thing. In confidence, he told Greg Scalzo, he was like, oh, I could give him 37 pins <gasps> and still beat him. And so to go in there, I, like, nature took over. What I do you mean like, nature took over? You like, had to pee? my instincts of looking at Jesse Nelson and watching him bend his knees like a dork before he bowled, I was like, I'm not losing to that. Really? I will do whatever it takes. And I locked in... And I started with a turkey, and I could see his confidence dwindling, and that's where I was saying nature took over, or just my my athletic instincts of like I can't lose to that guy. Beat him outright two twenty two to one ninety five. Two twenty two to one ninety five. And he thought he could spot me thirty seven points, so I won by twenty seven. He was willing to spot me thirty seven. Quick math difference is that sixty four pins I beat him by. I don't know. I don't do math. <laughs> Are you joking? That's accurate. I'm proud of you for doing the math. Again. All right. Communications, I see. Yeah, absolutely. Just for the prerequisites just at Marquette, did, you just, just did, did, did the one just to the get one. by That's and exactly right. focusing yep. on English. And then people are always like, you know, they use stats a lot in sports. I was like, sure, but by that time, they'll be calculators. There are stats that... people for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We have tons of stats people. Hembo at Get Up, notoriously one of our uh, friends in the stats department. Um, here's what I will say. Did you feel the momentum shifting, right? Because like, you've played basketball your entire life. And when you watch a basketball game, you can see and feel the momentum in an arena shifting from one squad to another. Chase's basketball team was in a uh, semifinal game this past weekend. They were up 10. I wouldn't say late, but with about 10 minutes left in the second oh, half. Oh, no. This sounds bad. And they, the other team started pressing, and they couldn't break the press. They were trying to dribble out of the press. They couldn't get the passes down. And the other team just started to, like, seize momentum. And you're sitting there in the stands watching this going, uh, uh. You should have called timeout. <laughs> million percent, but that's a whole other story for another day. <laughs> um, but you can feel that shift in momentum. Could you feel it in the bowling oh, yeah. alley that day as, like, you just, like, grabbed a hold of it and strangled it? As, as soon as – so I started out with, with three three strikes, but – even on the second strike, he goes, huh, I didn't foresee him getting two strikes there. And as soon as I hear a little bit of doubt from the bowler guy who's got the he's got the rolling bag, the two balls, the strike ball, the spare ball, it was blood in the water there, right? It, it was, all right, I got him right where I want him. He's nervous now. And, and, and to be honest, the best part is there's a full 10-minute YouTube video up on ESPN Madison's YouTube page. Seeing him... Just his face, his confidence, like it, it's a great watch. It, it's 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 unbelievable to watch somebody like who, withering. It's just withering. yes, just leaking confidence and just. The, my favorite part, Ben, was at one point after I think it was when your first turkey. Then he goes, he can't possibly keep this up, is what Jesse says. It's the greatest line in the history of the sports. I yeah. can't. He can't. Like you could just fear, but, fear. But are you a good bowler? Yeah, like, I'm a solid bowler. So we both hadn't bowled in a year and a half, and we made a deal that. We weren't going to touch a ball till we played, and two warm-up shots, three warm-up shots, got out there, kicked his butt. Could My career you, high is 254. Could you duplicate that effort? Could you go out there and do it again? Of course. If it was against Jesse, I would do whatever what it, it takes to win. What if it was against me? I probably wouldn't have to do as well, because I, I... Can you even break 100? We should set this up. Ooh, oh, are you no. Are you trying to He's hustle the hustler? Bowler. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying if you, we should set this up. 
You know what he is? He's Uncle Phil over there. See, what I like about Pulling Ashton. Pulling out the pool cue, right? Yeah. You're keeping it tight to the chest. Jesse was on the radio. Oh, I got this. I'm going to beat this guy. I'm a bowler. Well, that takes confidence, and that I do not have. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why fans should actually be mad at Brian Gutekunst right after this. I'm Jen Gabe and Chewy. Yeah, you owed us that this segment.